So it's Easter morning. <coughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you're joining us on the live stream this morning, uh, you've reached the worship services of Splendora Countryside United Methodist Church in Splendora, Texas. We're so glad you're here on this Resurrection Sunday. We have much to discuss and very little time to get it accomplished. In order for us to appreciate the joy of this Easter morning, we have to acknowledge the season that came before it. We've all been through it together. In order to understand the impact of this Resurrection Sunday, we have to reflect for just a few moments this morning on the cross. It has been a long and difficult Lenten season. And as your pastor, I have asked you to spend some time these many weeks looking into your hearts, examining your lives to determine if you are in fact living lives worthy of this immeasurable gift that our God has given to us in the sacrifice of his one and only begotten son on the cross at Calvary. And because I would never ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself, I have spent this long Lenten season examining my own heart, reflecting on my own life. And I, I've asked myself some difficult questions, the same questions that I've encouraged each of you to ask yourselves over this Lenten season. Questions like, am I the best husband to my wife that I can possibly be? Am I the best father to my children that I can possibly be? Am I the best pastor to God's people that I can possibly be? Am I the best follower of Jesus that I can possibly be? Do I put the needs of others before my own needs? Oh, and here's the big one. Do I love my enemies? Do I pray for those who persecute me? See, if I'm honest, I must admit that in answering most of those questions, the answer is no. I have fallen short of the glory of God. But despite my shortcomings, I have one thing going for me this morning, this Resurrection Sunday. I believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe in the risen Christ. I believe that with his work on the cross, he took my shortcomings, my sins upon himself. And with his blood poured out for me, he washed me clean, white as snow, as white as this Easter robe that I'm wearing. And with his resurrection, he defeated death and gave to me as a believer a share in his resurrection. And see, that, friends, is the wonderful blessing of an Easter morning. 
In the newness of this Resurrection Sunday, you and I as believers get a brand new life. Did you wake up this morning knowing that you had a brand new life in Christ? Having inspected ourselves through this season of self-examination, we have realized, you and I, that we are powerless to achieve our own salvation. It's not possible. Can't be good enough. Can't, can't earn it. We need a Savior, and our God has supplied just that very thing, a perfect, sacrificial lamb, sinless, without blemish. And in that Savior, when we abide in him and he abides in us, we gain everlasting life. How is this possible? How is this even a, a, a thing, as the kids say? Well, 1 Corinthians, Paul tells us. He says, listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability. And this mortal body must put on immortality. When this perishable body puts on imperishability and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. See, the part that sticks out to me about that passage that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth is the part where he says, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. So what does that tell me? As I ask myself those questions, as we work to be the best husband, wife, father, mother, son, daughter, Christ follower that we can be, even though we may fall short, as long as we remain in Christ, our labor is not in vain. As long as we abide in Christ, our efforts are not ever wasted. Nothing is ever wasted in the kingdom of God. Hold that truth as you go through the rest of this year with whatever the world throws at you. Nothing is ever wasted in the kingdom of God. 
So we're all here together this morning and to celebrate the resurrection. And we're here together to share our joy at having looked into the tomb of Jesus and found it to be empty. The empty tomb is the only thing capable of filling your heart. The empty tomb fills our hearts with hope. The, the joy that we share this morning, though we share it here in community together, the joy is personal and individual. What do I mean by that? Well, consider the way Easter morning arrived. It, it didn't arrive with a huge fanfare. It didn't arrive with a bang. It arrived in the quiet wee hours of the morning as most of us were sleeping. I know it arrived in, in our house this morning with the, the first rays of light shining through the blinds in the window. And as the light caused me to stir and the smell of Fresh coffee brewing in the kitchen drifted into the bedroom and the cat sat annoyingly meowing at the door as he does every single The house was cool and, and peaceful and quiet. The two horses we called dogs were still asleep. The birds in the trees outside the bedroom sang softly, not the usual annoying chirping that goes on around the window. Softly singing. It's the first time I've heard it, honestly. Since winter. And as I opened my eyes, my first thought was, as it is often in these crazy days we're living in, create in me a clean heart, O God and renew a right spirit within me. And the second thought was, the Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. So I lay there for a few minutes before my alarm went off, just marveling at the peace that the thought of the Lord is risen brings. Amazing peace at not having to worry anymore ever about my transgressions from the past, about anything I may fall back and do in the future, not having to worry about the hour of my passing from this life to eternity because it's all been taken care of by Jesus what he did on the cross what he did in the grave conquering sin and death and by his resurrection which as a Christian a Christ follower a believer in him I get to take part in his resurrection is my resurrection. And so the quietness of that morning so long ago in the garden outside his tomb, the risen 
Jesus quietly appears to Mary, who thought at first he was the gardener. Mary, who told the disciples, who hurried with hushed voices, trying to contain their excitement to see the empty tomb for themselves. Jesus appearing to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus as they quietly lamented the death of their master, only to be joined by Jesus himself, who explained to them the whole fabric of Scripture into which he, the living Christ, was woven. Christ's resurrection revealed quietly to each individual heart because that's the way the Christ reveals himself to each of us, one-on-one, -on -one, individually, quietly. See, the resurrection is personal. Salvation is personal. We are Christians in community but we accept Jesus as individuals. No one can accept Jesus for you. There's no group discount for salvation. It's one-to-one, -one, a one-to-one -one relationship into which each of us must enter. And so with this quiet arrival of Easter well underway this morning, it's time for us to lift our voices in praise and worship and thanksgiving. It's time for us to shake off the weight of Lent and sing a new song of joy and hope. A song that the noise and chaos out there in the world cannot drown out. There's a, a hymn that I want to close with. I'm not going to sing it. Trust me, you don't want that either. In the words of the great him by Charles Wesley. Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. Our triumphant holy day. Who did once upon the cross suffer to redeem our loss. Hymns of praise then let us sing. Alleluia. Unto Christ our heavenly king. Who endured the cross and grave sinners to redeem. And save. But the pain which he endured, Alleluia, our salvation hath procured. Now above the sky he's king, where the angels ever sing. Sing we to our God above, Alleluia. Praise eternal as his love, Alleluia. Praise him, all you heavenly hosts, Alleluia. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Amen. Amen.